What's up? I'm Zach. I'm Kelly. And this is the Prolific Pop. So what's been going on, man? Not much, man. Just getting back, watching these sports. I'm really excited that NBA's back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, have you been watching any games? Uh, for real, I watched a couple of them. Watched, like, the Thunder. Watched the Rockets. Um, watched the Lakers before they got the uh, top seed in the West. And then just kind of really just been watching more of the highlights here and there. Watching the Mavs uh, play a little bit. So, what about you? You been watching any of them? Uh, I've been seeing the the highlights. Uh, I've been checking out, seeing the Lakers. I've seen a couple Clippers games. Really just wanted to shout out um, the two teams in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks, they're 55 and 15, and the Tor- Toronto Raptors, they're 50 and 19. Uh, I also would like to uh, give a nice shout-out to L.A. in general because the Clippers and the Lakers are the top te- uh, top seeds in the West. And I just wanted to say that's, a, like, a good thing to look forward to because last year, you know, they had that that Kobe death and that Nipsey death. So, it was yeah. A, yeah, it was a great cloud over the city for a while. So, I, I project that. In a couple months, it'll, it'll it'll get it a little sunny for them. Um, also, wanted to just um, say that Houston and Boston were two teams to keep an eye on uh, with James Harden and Russell Westbrook with the uh, Houston Rockets. You never know, unpredictable. They 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 have a chance to go all the way, or uh, but from what I've seen, this is. They're doing a good job playing together, but it's not so much where they need to be, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think the rest helped out. That's kind of what I watched for. I mean, you know, we'll get it out there. I'm a LeBron fan, so I've been, been with him since before he was really reaching the finals and everything. And so it's a, it'll be an interesting year because, I mean, I, I was actually – I called Giannis – you know, started watching Giannis probably like three, four years ago and was like, hey, man, this guy's a beast. He wasn't there yet. Um, but just like watching LeBron and then watching somebody like Giannis and the strength and the power they had, I knew he was like on his way up and had the potential. Um, so it's real cool to see both those guys playing out. And I think it's just a unique situation they got going on this season. I mean, a lot of the, uh, the dynamic duos in the NBA, you feel me? Like, and that's kind of like, I'm curious to see how that'll all play out. You know, AD, LeBron, you know, uh, Paul George, Kawhi, you know, Russ and Harden. Like, I mean, I think it's going to be be a good playoff. Yeah. Yeah, I think it will be too. Especially from last year, I feel like um, with the Durant injury, um, pretty, I mean, don't get me wrong. That Toronto Raptors, I never saw them. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the season what, what they have won it, I, I wouldn't even projected that. But uh, just getting the into seeing good basketball, good games instead of just powerhouses. It was Cleveland and Golden State for a little while. Uh, yeah, it's kind of more LeBron. <laughs> LeBron versus State. They also have Golden the worst State. record in the NBA. 
with that 15 and 50. And it's, I really just want to point out to the uh, bandwagon fans, kind of like, that's what you get. That's right, man. You know, I, like I said, I, I don't pick a team. I pick a LeBron. Guy got me into basketball, didn't watch the NBA, really, uh, and, like consistently until he played for the Cavs. And, uh, you know, I, I think that just drove me nuts, man. All those Golden State Warrior band fa- bandwagon fans, go ahead. The uh, now Clippers fans, I'm assuming, because um, most of y'all ain't riding with the Golden State Warriors right now, that's for sure. Uh, and, and to all those people that say it's just about finding the winning team, that's not the point. You're supposed to stick with something, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting season for sure. But, yeah. uh, and I just want to shout out the uh, Brooklyn. You know, They've been doing pretty good this year without their two star players. So it's just good to see good basketball. Um, happy that NBA's back. And I'm projecting the Lakers, uh, in the finals against the Milwaukee Bucks. So, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably see that too. Yeah, but uh, did you hear about the uh, XFL? What in the Rock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I I'm curious to see. They only, they only bought that for like what, like twelve million? That's insane. I, like, I feel like. But How much? Crazy. About fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that like, I just felt like the XFL was a bigger operation than that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's really shocking how, like, that is only $15 million. You expect it to be way more. Right. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we got the NFL coming back at least. You know, like I said, it's cool to see sports back. Um, it's been a really crazy time. Uh, a lot of people out of the kind of uh, routines they're into. Um, I am bummed, though, man. This is fresh off the press. Uh, college football, at least in our area, Midwest here, Big Ten canceling it for the season, um, or at least postponing it. It's not going to happen in the fall. And so, uh, you know, I just think about that, and I think, like, it's a, a huge bummer for that because that's something that I know I looked forward to in the fall. I mean, hopefully the NFL will be able to do it. Uh, but you just see, you know, how it's still such a mixed bag. Um, you know, sports were something that we could kind of have for some normalcy, and even they're having a hard time, you know, yeah. getting back. Um, you know, but you know, you know, speaking of getting back and everything like that, what do you think about the the kids going back to school? You looked into any of that? Um, I've been hearing about it. Um, I just don't know. I with everything going on, man, there's so much up and down and left and right and he said she said i don't know really what's going on yeah i think that's one thing that i, I want to address with this show and hopefully you know we'll get better at it as time goes but just kind of deciphering this constant barrage of breaking news that we're under you know i'm a i'm a news junkie and i know that it's hard even for me to keep up and keep my x's and o's straight and figure out what's what but uh you know i, I saw um earlier today they were talking about it because i guess for me in my mind and just something i think is worth discussing and having a conversation about in addition to just how fast and how much news we're getting bombarded with whether it's on cable tv youtube or somewhere else on the internet and social media um is that we just don't take enough time i feel like to digest things 
and really process them before we just are like on to the next. You know, I think that we've talked about it a number of times. Uh, hype beast culture. It's more about getting you to buy something than it is the quality of the product. And I think that that's even kind of how it's got with the news. And so, um, you know, I think that that's hard for us to digest things. But one of the things that I did want to try to get it and, and, and kind of at least look at is I think it's so crazy to me. We talk about sports and stuff and how they're going back. You know, you got whole teams shutting down and, you know, they're postponing games. If they got players that test positive, these guys are getting, you know, monitored by, you know, medical staff basically 24-7. And, you know, if one of them has an outbreak, they're quarantined for four days. You know, we got whole schools that are coming back with, you know, you know, ten dozens of people, you know, testing positive for this stuff, and you know, we're still pushing it forward. And so it just makes you know, it makes me kind of question and wonder, you know, what maybe I mean, I guess inherently I know what makes a NBA player more valuable than a fourth grader, but is that like something that like? I guess, like, you know, in my eyes, like, we're really comfortable with. Like, we're just going to push ahead regardless. Um, and so I just thought that was interesting. I know that it, it's hard because, like, trust me, I want to duck my head down in the sand sometimes, too, with the constant amount of news and everything that we're under. But I just thought that that was one thing that really caught my eye is the, the stark contrast, you know, how we're sending NFL players back and how we're sending, you know, kids back to school. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's crazy, bro. Like everything that's going on, like you gotta wear a mask. You gotta you gotta go. I mean, I'll be forgetting my mask half the time I go out. So I just got told today. Yeah, I went to Walmart and dude was telling me. Luckily, we had a mask in the car, but that got me thinking that there's a survey going on. And saying that 57% of people are starting to brush their teeth better because of because of wearing the mask. They all they're doing all day is smelling their own breath. So, I mean, I I take that as a, as a plus. Hey, right? Yeah, be brushing your teeth, man. At least, at least now they can realize how tolerant other people are of their stank breath. You know, now they can really really get it. But yeah, yeah, man, it's just, you know, there's a there's a lot of things out here. I mean, I you know me, I've been super diligent about that. I, I you know, I don't know, I guess, one way or another if where exactly I stand. There's a whole bunch of different explanations that we could get into. I wear my mask because it's not a huge hindrance to me. I got sensitive health issues, so I do what's right for me. I think sometimes with that, and that, you know, I'm going to leave it at this, is that what we do here in America isn't the end-all, be-all. Like, there's a whole other there's a, other parts of the world, whole other ways in approaching things, and a lot, a lot of other information out there. And I just think that, like, if you look outside of America and look what's going on um, and see how other countries respond. There's a, New Zealand, man. They've had, they just celebrated 100 days without any COVID, and they get to go back to life as normal. They all wore masks. They all social distance. They had social cohesion, and they got through it. And so it's like, I mean, I got. I feel like it's a little bit more than just the mask. It's 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 the stuff that 
I mean, New Zealand, I, I'm not real. You said New Zealand? Yeah. New Zealand, uh, what I know of New Zealand is an active, uh, active country. Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is a lot of people in America aren't healthy. And a lot of it has to do with, like, just poor health habits. And I feel like them knowing... I don't know. I feel like the media knowing that, not saying the COVID isn't real, I'm not trying to say that at all, but just in a sense of the media knowing how bad our health issues are, I feel like it's a way of exploiting that in itself. If you kind of get what I'm saying, but... No, I think they... I think the division comes from that helps boost TV ratings. That helps increase political donations. That helps paint an enemy for political parties, so that you don't have to pay as close attention to what the one is, or what one's doing. You can always just, you know, turn the spotlight off yourself and point to the other. Um, I, I think that is more about what it is for me than it being, you know, real or fake or whatever you want to call it. Because I think that. It's, yeah, it's, it's really real, it's severity. I mean, I do feel like the media has blown this whole thing. I mean, half the time they're trying to tell you what to do and they don't even know what to do themselves. I mean, there is it, it's you, you hear one thing from one, one person and then you hear it from another person. I mean, nobody has their sources, we don't have enough information to even know what is truly even going on so how can we like conquer and change for the better if we if i don't know no i feel you i mean i think that uh i I do think the media spins narratives and if you look at where a lot of control uh and ownership of the news outlets actually is controlled it's actually much more concentrated than i think many americans would believe and you got to realize that there's people with ulterior motives their motive is not always to protect the american worker or the american citizen exactly and I think that, exactly how you said you took uh when you said do we americans care more about nba players than a four-year-old and that's like kind of the the reality of what's going on it's like you got to take almost if it quacks like a duck it looks like a duck you got to take it for what it is and I, that's how i kind of view america is almost in the sense of we don't do anything but uh almost put the fuel to the fire in a lot of situations and make things worse or uh i don't know i, I don't feel america is really a woke country like we come off like we are um so i feel like those are the problems internally that affect the things that we go through even like covid and things that happen i mean it's endless examples it's not just covid it's just i don't know when you feel like you're getting lied to or sometimes not getting the whole truth I feel like sometimes you feel like you can just almost be lied to directly to your face, and that's how I view America.
Dude, you know what's crazy? Is that as we're sitting here talking about this and talking about media manipulation and how it kind of to piggyback on what I said earlier, we're getting this constant barrage of breaking news thrown at us constantly to where it's like numbers and stats and every they're just constantly just being tossed our way and put in front of our faces. Earlier today, I saved an article and it was about this study that was commissioned, right? And this is like, I, I look, you know, I get my source, my news from a number of different sources. And this was one that was kind of a rundown of what the top stories were on this particular news site for the day. And so I clicked it, searched it as well, pulled up some articles from other, you know, sources. And it said that in the U.S., there was more than 97,000 children that tested positive for COVID-19 in the last two weeks of July, implying that we're sending these kids off, you know, that there was kids at school and then there's kids going back to school and we're getting ready to send them nationwide across the board. Well, I'd save that article because I thought that was a pretty interesting statistic, pretty interesting study. Go back on it to reference it as we're sitting here talking. Guess what? Whole titles changed. The whole paragraphs changed, and it was updated 35 minutes ago. This is on again. This is this is a big problem when you got major news outlets that were supposed to be the authorities of, of preserving our facts, changing their story and spinning it with bias and a narrative. That's what's underlying any sort of mutual understanding and truth that we all have because we can't even turn to our newspapers or our cable news and give the, and trust them to give us something without having their little agenda spun into it. And so to sit here and look at a website when they had a number, a stat that if anything I would say was borderline fear-mongering to have to go back and look at that and it's a totally new website or not totally new website, a totally new headline um totally new you know picture and then just be like bro that was like earlier today so who knows how many people saw that headline and see that as fact and now you go back to reference it and it's been rewritten you know what i'm saying it's not like it's a a newspaper where i can go back and grab a physical copy and say here's what you guys said this morning you know it's on the internet they just went through deleted some things and republished it and you know there's so many variables to that like you can sit here and be like oh well they probably were they could come out and say, oh, they were misinformed. Uh, yep. so we had to come out and when really all along, they're just trying to have more control. Well, not even that. What they're just really trying, trying to, to. What I'm really trying to say is you, you never know what angle they're really coming from. And that's right. the serious part about it at all. Right. But I think, you, you know, know, even you with know that, if they're being genuine, you don't know if they're being manipulative and they don't seem to want to explain themselves. They just do whatever they want to do. And that that's the problem in a sense. Right. And I agree with you. I think that, like, you know, you think about newspapers in general, how they got bought up and scooped up and consolidated. Uh, when the website started coming around and started putting people out of business, um, and, you know, then, then it got consolidated. But you think about, like, the way that news is delivered to us. And this is something I don't have the statistic right here in front of me. But it's something that I have noticed is that a lot of the different ways that people write headlines or the ways that they have their little paragraph written on uh, their social media posts. That, like, when somebody shares an article, it has the headline and it has a little blurb right there as far as, like, what they're going to, you know, what's the article about, you know. There's a couple problems with that and the way that we 
you know, receive news. And I think this is part of what kind of goes back into help setting agendas. So when you have any sort of consolidation of power competitor there, that's giving somebody free reign to kind of put out whatever they want. And so that I think is a problem. I think our, our ownership of our news and where we look for news, like for agenda setting, you know, that's what the mainstream news is and, you know, cable news and, you know, different sort of newspaper publications. It, when it's all consolidated, that becomes a problem because then there's no, there's no neutral party. It's either this agenda or that agenda. And I, I don't think either one of those agendas speaks for all Americans all the time. And so then the other thing is, is that because you have that consolidation when it comes to like cable news and newspapers and everything, the next thing is, is you got to take your, your news outlet, your media outlet online. And when they write those freaking headlines and they write those little blurbs, they're always sensationalized because they live off the clicks. They, they need the clicks because they need the ad money. So now we're getting all these sensationalized headlines all the time and half the time we're not even actually you know there are people out there that aren't even clicking the link to read the whole story they read that little headline and they make their snap judgment and they internalize that as like fact and then they base off their you know the way they view the world off this little facebook headline that could have been could have been sensationalized just because they wanted you to click and so i think there's a couple you know i wouldn't say there's a couple i'd say there's more than a couple problems with the way that we're you know receiving information right now and kind of just like i talked about earlier we got we got breaking news constantly and then you got to be out here to be able to decipher where's the bias where's the spin you know check your sources and by the time you do that it's like a full-time job you know and so i think i think that's i don't know i think that's a big problem of where we're at and i think that's why we are so divided is because we're getting bombarded with information no i agree i, I feel like it's our job to take a step back and I feel like nothing's going to change until we really start <laughs> focusing on what matters. <laughs> We've talked about this numerous times, and it's like people love to be distracted. It's like uh -huh. the whole COVID shit, people were rushing to get distracted again. It's like, wait, 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 uh -huh. wait, wait, wait. Like, you guys are missing the whole point to what's going on. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's even, you know, there are NBA players talking about that and not wanting to go back because not only did you have COVID going on, like it almost feels makes me feel guilty when I start looking at entertainment, when I start looking at more of the uh, kind of like, I'm not trying, like besides just being, it's like entertained, it's a distraction, you know, when I start looking at stuff because like, you know, I like sports, I played sports when I was young and so it, there are good things you can learn from athletics and being competitive. You know, I don't, I'm still in the camp that I don't want the message to turn away from this stuff because this is generational impacting stuff. This could, this can impact us, you know, just as much, if not more than the great recession. You know, nobody knows how COVID's going to play out and what all is going to be done. I mean, there's so much happening right now that I'm not even going to get to today, but you and I have talked about separately as far as our civil rights go and, um, you know, our finances and stuff like that in general and so it's like it's you know you're kind of sandwiched between you know wanting to get back to normalcy and then also trying to take you know the moment and and what it is you know what i mean as far as like the severity of it and uh, at least that's something that i struggle with because it's just like man I, you know i love watching sports and everything like that but then if you think about you know the the uh, racial injustice the criminal injustice the economic injustices that we've got out here i mean and i dwell on that shit for too long i get frustrated bro 
and then you think about you know the rich getting rich and how much you know we're we're you know trying to chop up the crumbs and divide amongst ourselves while they take the whole loaf um stuff like that just just bugs me and uh i think it's like i don't know i think that i think there's a lot of people out there that do want to stick their head in the sand because this stuff's overwhelming bro there's so much going on and there's so much that seems maybe that needs fixing and it just seems like every day we get more questions than answers or more to do's than done's and i think that's really hard for a lot of people to to deal with um and then just to see how people people respond to this time really uh is curious makes me curious because you know everybody's always out here you know don't get me wrong i, I believe the system is rigged straight up and there's different variables that uh come into effect as far as what how rigged it is against you, um, you know, where you live, who your parents are, what schools you went to, what you do, all that other stuff. Um, I don't think the American is, dream is as pure as uh, they want to try to sell you when you're a child uh, or, or anything like that. But I think that it's interesting to watch how people that are constantly complaining about how things are are wanting to change things, what they're doing for themselves right now when they got nothing to do. I think that it's cool to see people out in the George Floyd protest. Um, and I'm, I'm saying the protest, not the riots, but the protest, because you know what? I don't think any American should be killed in cops custody without, a, a, without having trial or without being convicted of a crime. There should, the officer reporting to this scene should not be the judge and juror. He should not decide when, or he or she should not decide who and when gets a death, someone gets a death sentence. And, and so, and, and so plays into I mean, I, I, hate I, love, to, I, uh, I hate to keep saying the same thing, but it's like when we don't police ourselves, when we when we allow ourselves to get distracted and focus on the bullshit, shit like yep. this happens on the back end. And then we yep. all look like, how did this happen? And it's like, if yep. you will put down your phones and we come yep. together and focus on the real shit that really matters, like yep. family and character and morals, we're all... Everybody wants to just be on the winning team. Everybody, I mean, if, if mindset, man, Men mentality and mental health. Like, I always get so frustrated, and I'm sure it's something we'll revisit multiple times on here. Uh, but I always get frustrated when we talk about mental health, and we always talk about it from almost like a negative recovery type of aspect instead of a proactive strengthening kind of thing. Like, I, you know, I've went through right. something pretty traumatic in my life and really had to, to figure out how to fortify my mind, how to strengthen my mindset. And I just feel like we're not doing that anymore. We're, we're trying to address it after there's already been a problem instead of trying to teach people right. that failures, stumbles, yep, and adversity. And this is the time to, to feel our feelings. You feel the feelings after you achieve what needs to be done. You know what I mean? You, you kind of reflect back on it. You don't well, well no just in general because it's like i think that mental health plays into why people are constantly wanting to be distracted i feel like it plays <coughs> into why people kind of attach themselves to these identities See, I, on I'm on social media but i feel like it's i feel like we're the same saying the same thing but mm -hmm. at least for me i feel like you said that's the reason why i feel like a lot of people are distracting themselves not for the reason, like, okay, you said that's the reason is because they want to distract themselves. I feel like it's kind of like the opposite. Like, people aren't trying to be distracted 
but that's mm-hmm. all they know. So with oh no, that's it. That is what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying that that is the like that's the uh, go to. Like that's your uh, <laughs> standard operating. It's like we're not teaching people how to be productive and you like it sounds weird and then like people always want to say oh that's the survival of the fittest if they didn't have the initiative no i would say it's a it's a combination of things i think you're just you know not saying that it has to be part of a successful person but i think having a strong role model um whether that's in a nuclear family or a sibling or or just anybody to somewhat kind of guide someone as they grow trust me there's a lot of people that haven't had a direct mentor that have still been able to be successful um you know but i think that they they were they were put on the game somewhere somebody put them on the game and because what we're taught i feel like in school and the kind of the the rosy view we have of the american dream and what it is and you know even even that i think shifting i think that when we talk about those things and we teach kids in school and when we get we put them out of high school we put them out of college we put them out of wherever i don't i think we've made it we can a person can make it through that whole pipeline, but still not really understand what it takes to like pick themselves up or to really face a challenge and get things going. And so I think that people, like you said, they just they do that because that's all they know. You know, they get off of work, they turn on the TV, they zone out, and that's they don't think they're doing anything wrong. I mean, and they I wouldn't say they're doing something wrong. I'm just saying that like they're not being on- with their decisions. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just not it's not an intentful or purposeful living, in my eyes, and that's not everybody. I know there's a lot of people that work nine to fives that that's their main focus, and you know they come home and they provide and they just want to tune out, and that's part of the routine. That's fine, but I think there's a lot of other people out there that I mean, feel you, like, I, and I'm not trying, to, but I feel like it's all about uh, intentions and uh, how genuine. I say that in a sense because it just like popped in my head. It's, like the goal is to travel the world and uh live your best life have best skin drink water but then even saying that you have people who are exploitating certain things you know what i'm saying it's like how am i trying to break this down it's like unless it's all coming from a genuine spot and just like pure like you can post up that picture and get a billion likes, but I'm a, uh, have you ever heard of like, oh, yes, take a picture in Dubai, but the person that takes the picture is like 80 years old? Yeah. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, and I'm not just going to generalize females, but it just popped in my head. It's like these females just trying to be seen, and it's all for what and it's like is it from the purest shit and i'm trying to reiterate that into all saying that like bro we have a lot of shit that we need to like we need to look at ourselves and we need to start from the ground level and build and a lot of people don't want to do that they they just want a glorified fame or or they want the money they want it here now they don't want to work for it and that's i feel like that's the biggest problem people are just looking for ways to get rich quick or uh just to be famous and it's like everybody's chasing that and then once you, know, you do it, nobody even wants it yeah you know i i think that's a kind of a 
convoluted situation there because I think that, you know, that even goes back to, you know, it's like, how can we talk about NBA stars? How can you talk about anybody that's famous? Um, and then kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we want to talk about all that, then it's like all these people that should be getting fame should be spitting game. And I feel like that's a big problem. They're not. And then you look at a platform like Instagram, and we've talked about it before. That's essentially just a highlights reel. You know, not a lot of people are sharing their failures. Or if they are, it's not like what everyone's looking at. And I think that, for me, it's always a mindset thing. Like, if you got a chick out there, she's 23, she's in Dubai, she, you know, she came from somewhere in poverty or somewhere that wasn't good, and she's out in Dubai, and she's with a, you know, 80-year-old millionaire, and that's her life, and that's what she wanted, and that's what she got, and, but she's a, a full person on the inside, like, I still vibe with that. I still don't think that that's necessarily, like, wrong. I think, I don't think yeah, that's Yeah, I'm not trying to generalize. That was a bad example. That was a bad example. But no, I, I got what you were saying. But, but I'm just saying, like, but I think there's a lot, lot of other of, people out there. Like, there could be a guy out there working a nine to five, you know, coming home. A lot of people are looking for handouts. A lot of people are living that that glamorous life. And you know, I, don't, I even think I think that it's twofold. I think there are some people out there that have that glamorous life that want to flaunt it, and it, there can be a number of motivations. And I think that that's we could go in individually through a dumb number of different motivations to, you know, inspire people, to invoke jealousy, to show off. Like, I mean, there's a number of reasons that somebody could be gloating about their life or sharing their life with others. But I think that the common thread that ties it all together is this feeling of wholeness, you know, whether it's from filming or from just feeling like, like you're doing something right or that you're on the right path because even if you're not there if you feel like you're on it or you feel like you're doing something right it, it there's a you, you feel full you feel solid and i think there's far too many people especially here in america you know most likely around the world right now that aren't feeling that they don't feel like things are going right there's something that's off and i think that that's something that social media preys on and uses this to its advantage hell it's what marketing's used for its advantage for ever and so I think that that's something that, again, just like how we talked about with COVID, kind of making the problems that we're facing in America, you know, turning up the spotlight on them. I think that's the same thing that social media has done in regards to our lack of uh, understanding and, uh, you know, society strengthening and trying to help an individual with their mental health. You know, we have plenty of gyms set up uh, around this country. Um, we got, uh, you know, different sports and everything like that. But it's like we don't have a lot of stuff that I feel like is really, you know, out there talking about different techniques. And, you know, you can journal. You can read positive quotes. You can really. Yeah, know. but I feel like as now, don't get me wrong, because I do that shit. I, I do what you're saying. So it's not me, but the inner me. I think I that's the I feel like issue. people are like, oh, man, that's corny or. Oh man, ain't nobody trying to do that shit. And we're no, I agree to even think that way. But I feel like it's a problem. Like, it's no, I agree with you, and that's what I'm saying. It is a problem, and I think that that's the core of a lot of these issues is that we're not addressing that. And you know, I believe that we're more or less we're spiritual beings as well as you know physical and mental. There's a spiritual component of all of us, and I think we can't even get there. And I think this is again this plays really into you know, why I think that we're struggling so much right with but why social... You, why do you feel why we can't get there? Well, I, what I was going to say is I think this is part of why we're struggling with social cohesion, 
right? So we talk about uh, Chicago. We talk about people, you know, not wanting to, like, even if it, if the mask absolutely was scientifically proven, we could mutually all agree on that, that they provided benefits. I'd still think that there's people that would not wear the mask because they feel they're entitled to. And so I think we have this problem with social cohesion because we actually have this problem with self-worth and self-value. And I think that what it is, and to answer your question, why I think that we are not making strides towards there is because of what I just said. There is a, a there's an ability to turn profit from someone's insecurities and fears. That's it. So if you don't think you're pretty enough, if you don't think you're you know strong enough, if, if there's something that you feel that you're not missing that's making you not whole, and it's it's preyed upon from a like an exploit exploiting you kind of thing, taking advantage of you kind of angle versus of making you whole, helping you on your journey type way. I think that it's easy marketers do that i think people like you know you ever heard about like the best relationships are when two people don't need one another but they're still together versus the relationships where somebody's driving their self-worth from who they're with it's kind of like the same thing with when we buy products and we buy marketing and again buying products is an essential pillar of capitalism so we have to sell we have to buy that's what keeps the engine going and a crucial part of that is marketing and so i think what ultimately is happening right now is that we're getting at a point where we're getting more and more comparison syndrome at a younger age because of the prevalence of having a smartphone that's right in our hands at all times. So now we're checking out Instagram, now we're checking out Facebook, and we're constantly comparing ourselves to others because we constantly have that that experience. Like, bro, our parents didn't grow up going over to other people's house and going through their photo albums and that person go, this is our vacation, this is what I ate, this is how I worked out. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, there would be photos exchanged here and there. Somebody would probably show you the vacation. But it wasn't like it was like you were sitting in your home at your bed, just right there. And so I think that marketing and and in general how we're functioning as like having to constantly kind of fill that void is what's kind of preventing us from really having these, you know, discussions inwardly with ourselves, trying to, you know, decide like what makes me successful, what makes me happy, what makes me feel whole, and being honest with ourselves. Because I think that, you know, society and marketing and all that has us chasing that. And then to put the last, you know, cherry on top as far as what else I think contributes to it is uh, work, man. I think a lot of people, especially once you get out into the workforce, and 40 hours a week is a lot, a lot of time, man. And then, you know, most of us are working over that. Uh, the average American, I think, works like 46 hours a week. Um, and so you, you think about that, plus, you know, maybe the side hustles. Man, I think, I that think. people have, um, or just kids and other things. I, I just feel like you're so busy, man. I, I don't feel like think you're right. Have a I feel of- like you're right, and I agree with everything you said, but I feel like the biggest thing that we're all missing is to create like i feel like we were really designed 100 man 100 100 earth to create and it's like if we're not doing that and we're so focused on the next material thing and not create like i would agree wrong you can have your material things but if you don't create and you're just consuming and you're just a consumer and you have nothing to put out in this world I feel like that is a cause of it and i feel like it's a build-up like that's all we're doing everybody we're just all consuming we're all Bro, this was a, feeding a, the machine and i feel like we all yeah. just got to step back from the machine whether it breaks or not whether we whether you know what i'm saying corona 
bankruptcy, depression. I feel like as a as a whole unit, as a as a consumer, as a as a human yeah. race, we all just need to take two steps back. It doesn't Wait. have to be like this, man. This wheel's spinning out of control, and instead of just trying to stop and say, "Wait, hold up." Yeah, instead of letting go, we're, we're just trying, trying to, to run on. faster and faster. Yep. Yeah, exactly. we're trying to hold on, and it's like we just need to let yeah. go. Reevaluate. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. think about it. You know this 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 is a new phenomenon, man. We've never been this accept accessible to others and marketers until just now. You know what I mean? The, the smartphone's only been around what twenty years. You know. 25 years, I don't like maybe. this. I don't like this lifestyle, bro. I don't like. Oh, I don't think anybody this. does. You know, I don't. I'm, I mean, I think the only chance that this has to sustain like this, because I think that that's that's the key. You know, fulfillment and sustainability. That's where ultimately I'm trying to get to. And fulfillment just kind of comes from that. You know, the the feeling you get of creativity, or when you reach flow, or when you've manifested what you've want. Because I think that's another thing when I think of creating. You can create memories. You can create moments. And not everything you have to create has to be a physical thing, but I yeah. think. It, yeah. And so. Create. You don't have to. It, you could create. And so I just think, doing something. It's a bird. Right. Yeah, but it, but it's with intent, you know. And you're not just doing something because everybody else told you to, or because that's what's expected of you, or that's what you have to do for money. It's something that you and you want to do because you feel like it's going to bring you closer to that feeling of fullness. I think that's what people are missing, and it's like the light, the world's moving so fast. You're missing those moments, and uh, and the crazy thing is, man, is that it is, uh, doesn't have to. Be. And I think that more and more as time passes, especially now, um, in 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 COVID in uh the whatever you know the covid recession uh that we're going through i think that that's what people are realizing more now than anything you know you talk about concepts like you know ubi um or you know do you free health care you know just the the four hour work day or something like that and uh or four day work week um and just think about your relationship to like work and uh and your distractions or in your the way you're consuming things. Cause I'm trying to be much more cognizant of this because I found out it's, it's literally so easy to be entertained these days. Extremely easy. I've got about five screens, you know, in the room that I'm sitting in right now that I can look at like within a sec, you know, yeah. and that's just screens. And, uh, and so like, I don't know, man, I just feel like you kind of got to stay focused and, uh, and there's just so many distractions out there that can get you off what you're needing to be focused on. I mean, I agree, bro, but I just feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like we, as a whole, need to come together, start. Like, yes. Who's, who is to say, like, yeah, they have the phone. Yeah, we could, but we have to start doing things, going out, going on walks, getting together, talking, having family events. Like, I was talking today uh, talking with somebody today, and you know how many people people don't even have family reunions anymore. Like, dude, I was you know with you, and it was yeah. like almost a thing just to wait all year to get to the summer to go to that family reunion. And it's like now you you follow all your family members on Facebook, and half of them don't even want to talk to you because they feel some type of way because. 
I don't even want to get into it, but yeah, it's just too much, man. It's too much. We got, and that's what I'm saying. We don't need that level of connectivity. I think to some degree. I mean, like, yeah, you're right. We got to get back. But that's, you know, what I was getting at too is like I think that people have more time to think about this. That it doesn't have to be this way. Um, and you explore all those other concepts, and you realize, man, there's ways that we can generate, you know, renewable energy that has excess energy. Bam! There went your light bill. There went your water bill. You know, or there went your heating bill and, and whatnot. And so you talk about that. You talk about cities releasing free Wi-Fi. Bam, now your internet and cables or your internet's taken care of. Like, so you pay for a Netflix subscription. Now you got your TV or whatever. And it's just like, you think, think about some of this stuff and the way things could change. And I think that that's ultimately where it's going to get to. Because like what I was saying earlier is fulfillment and sustainability. And I feel like with this constant barrage that we're getting on all of these things, I mean, because if you think about several of the different topics that we've talked about tonight, it's just been about, like, the the, the number and the amount that it's, it's hitting you with. And so it's just like, I just feel like that's unsustainable. You know, you think about people out there with thousands of followers or thousands of friends, and it's like they've already told us as creatures in our evolution, we've only reached a point where we're really able to commit to about 100 people that's like the max friend circle that any one person can reasonably have to have some sort of meaningful connection with that person, like a genuine connection. And so 100 people, 10 million followers. Like it's, 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 there's so much disconnect between that or even like a thousand people. And to, you know, to somehow get validation from those faceless masses as part of your existence but not have the intimacy and the genuine connection to like a hundred people i feel like those are vastly different lives you know what i'm saying like the guy that has a hundred genuine connections in his life and the guy that has ten thousand followers with two or three genuine connections yeah and so i just don't think it's sustainable dude i don't think that we had creatures want to function like this nor do i think that we will i mean i think that it's exactly what you say we come together as the you know protalerate and look at one another and say man we gotta change it and i think right now is a good time to do that i don't think the ways that we're but going about the only it, thing about that i'm not trying to but the only thing about that is when you're pure and you're coming off genuine the only way somebody's going to want to open up and relay that message is if the other person is just as genuine and open to uh, accept the message. Because how many times have you been out there and it's like, uh, you're just, you want to help somebody, but it's like, ah, you don't, you don't help because it's like, um, almost you, you burn yourself in the process. And I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. Not making, not saying this right, but I, I'm basically saying like if we are going to go out there and help, that person that receives the help needs to be receptive of the help. You know what I mean? I think I know. You, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I think as I've been on this path and as I've encountered people, and like I feel like I I, I want people. Like, if I got a way to help, I'll show you how to help. It's up to you to drink. I'll lead you to water. It's up to you to drink it. That's how yeah, I usually am. because I feel like a lot of, and I'm not trying to cut you off, but I feel like a lot of people see that as that kindness for weakness and then will try correct. to take that to their advantage. That's correct. I agree. I agree. And I feel like that's because we've got, and, and this, like, again, goes into a bunch of different 
kind of realms, but I feel like we operate from this scarcity mindset, particularly here in America, because we have this winner-take-all mentality. There's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. And if we're equals, then I lost because I'm not better than you. It's like we don't believe in what's good for you is what's good for me. Or like it's it's not like we can mutually win here in America. I feel like the way that we teach you to be, quote-unquote, successful is you have to be the best, top dog, number one. And in turn, that means everyone else loses. And so I think that when people try to offer other people help and are and then they get taken advantage of, it's because that person, I feel like, is under the mentality that if someone's helping them, they must be better than me, and they can't be better than me because I've got to be number one. So then they try to, like, basically get one on them, and I feel like that then – and then that's it. And then you have somebody that probably, if they're successful, gets somewhere that they shouldn't just because they kind of were shady about it. And so then that in turn makes probably the organization – worse or whoever's under them and i just feel like that's a big problem is it's it's a mindset thing again because it's like we just it's every man for himself out here survival of the fittest instead of all for one one for all and like let's come together i support you you support me i cover your back you cover mine yeah and and again but these are all things that can be changed you know what i mean and i think that i think that and to me that's something important that i would love to have with our listeners you know what i mean i would like to get out here and start to you know receive feedback from them i'm trying to break out of this show here i'm trying to get these conversations going because that's i think a thing in and of itself there's a lot of people out here with a lot of thoughts and you know lord knows they're all over instagram they're all over social media and whatnot but maybe if we can do what we just talked about we can we can talk the talk but let's let's start walking the walk let's get out here you know you, you know i love events I love getting out there and stuff like that and so that genuinely i would love to see stuff like that happen because i think that we're not alone in this and i think we just got to get out here and get together make it real yeah. you know change these mindsets change these norms change these behaviors you know it's 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 just stuff that we've gotten programmed to do for better or worse and it looks like most likely for worse yeah but you know it's just crazy, you know. I think that's something we get out here and do is uh, is start having these conversations and things uh, together. And and you know, I wasn't gonna go into it too much today, but I think it's something that you gotta kind of tie into this and make sure is addressed. So like, all right. So let me let me figure out how to say this in the age of PC. And I'm saying that all PC is bad, but I will say that not every PC policy is a PC policy I, I, I agree with and uh and so i just like it makes me think of like when i'm telling you know saying we're leaving these old habits we're leaving these other things back in the past and it's stuff that we can drop like we can literally change the way we think we can restructure our work day. uh we can start having a a collective uh you know understanding and caring for each other we can do that we can do those things as a society as a species but in order to get there, that means we're going to have to give up certain things that we're doing now. And I feel like even, you know, when we talk to music, when we talk to other things, if there's somebody that's doing something that I'm saying that we got to leave in the past, I I hope that in the future and moving forward, those people will be able to take it in stride. Because I feel like that's another big thing that goes hand in hand with helping somebody. You start to help somebody and you're like, oh, well, you that, that's probably not something you should continue to do. Or that's something you might want to like change or start doing. 
And I feel like the majority of people right now, they're real defensive to that message. Or it's like, bro, quit hating. Just let them live. Like, and so it's like you have this, like, energy that comes out. Or, like, the opposite of, like, not hating, don't hate is the, oh, they're done. Cancel. Burn. And, like, it's just, like, send them down in flames. And I just feel like if we're asking to come together and you're making sacrifices, I'm making sacrifices, we're trying to find this middle ground. I just... I don't think that, that that kind of culture is uh is like conducive to the growth is gonna be a good outlet to get that done. But you know, I will say there's things that I don't like. There are things that I say like are lame and that I don't want people to do. And I know that about me and so it's just like I just I guess my whole thing is is like I know that I'm gonna say things that are gonna be like I don't like that person or that's not something that you should do or I don't like how that goes. And I just I just think that this cancel culture gets so extreme with things like I'm not going to say which words particularly, but there's like, you know, with the whole thing of like we got to change words. We can't say or like, you know, they're changing what they call stars and NASA's actually saying things. So I will say some like they don't want to call it a Siamese and it's like a galaxy, but it's just a very scientific term. like. And then, you know, what was another one? They got gestures and, like, FIFA that they're changing because they don't want to be offensive. And so it's just, I just, a lot of that stuff I feel like, don't get me wrong, some of it I agree with, but a lot of it I think isn't the heart of, like, what we should be focusing on or what the haters online should say. And I feel like just because a group of people on the internet think something's wrong or they don't agree with how it was said or what was, like... I don't know. I'm just saying, like, for the future, I want us to all come together, and I feel like we got to be able to have dialogue and be able, like, and avoid just straight up canceling somebody, getting super offended and trying to overreact, and then also just from, you know, like, shutting it down, not doing anything with it. No, that's right. That's right. It's like, you can't shun it, and you can't, you can't just shun everything, but then you also can't just Yep, people like, and that's what I'm saying. People don't have to change because they can just say, "I'm just living my life. Leave me alone," or you know what I mean. It's just, or just get offended that you're even trying to talk to them about something. Um, so that's crazy, man. I mean, I think that this has definitely gotten more into the reflection of where we're at, which is good. Um, people I'm not sure what other people be, uh, not basically need to touch in, be able to be, uh, take a little bit of constructive criticism. But, like you said, I don't hear. Yeah, it's definitely not something that people, you know, we've again back to the mental health really prepared, uh, but it's something that I think moving forward. You know, we'll, we'll have to address because we've got to come together. You know, that's the people are going to have to get out of their comfort zones. We're going to have to come together. Yeah. But it's, it's that mindset, though, it's the mentality. Like a lot of people don't even want to hear it. It's like, no, we need to address what's going on. I agree. And, uh, yeah, Ben. If you want to address that and uh, start this conversation with us, be sure to uh, keep listening uh, because this is about going to wrap it up for us today. Um, 
just you know, like I said, conversation. We're gonna keep going here. Uh, Go follow you know, me. Yeah. Instagram, Kellen Second Easy Three, Kellen Carter. Uh, that's my Instagram. Find me on same thing, Kellen Carter on Facebook. Um, be ready for the podcast coming. Carol coming, and I'll see you next week. I'm Zach. I'll catch y'all next week as well. Stay prolific.